Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary. Sarah. Sarah <laughs> is with us today. And we have actor, director, writer, model, and photographer <laughs> and supermom, Julie Jones Ivy. Hi. 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 Welcome. Hi, Julie. Welcome. Thank you. We're very excited to have you here. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. I'm, it sounded sincere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, today's film, we're going to be talking about Steel Magnolias. Uh, the mm-hmm. What year was the? 1989. I was just a wee 10-year-old babe. I was just a 46-year-old spinster. Just a 46-year-old woman. I was a wee one-year-old baby. Yes. Julie's like, I was 55. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I'm only 19, you guys. Um, yeah, so we're doing Steel Magnolias, the the uh, the one that came out in the 80s. There was one that came out in the in 2012, which there we can was? talk about. Yeah, there was a all remake, black. all oh, black remake. Okay. Um, I think it was shot in Atlanta because Kenny Leon directed it. Oh, God. I, Tom, I watched a trailer. I actually watched a couple scenes from it, and Tom Key was in it, so I feel like it must have been shot in Atlanta. I think it was. I feel like I remember I those Queen breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Queen, Queen Latifah oh. played um, the, the Malin. The, no, she played the oh. Malin oh. role. Oh. Um, Kim Scott played the Truvy role, um, and Felicia Rashad played uh, the Clary role, and then Alfre Woodard played the Weeza role. Nice. I watched a couple clips oh, from it. it okay. I would watch it. I would watch it. I, it was kind of hard to get a sense of the whole thing from just the couple clips that I watched, but it definitely, like, they sort of, it definitely was unique to the strengths of those actresses. So it, was, it had a slightly different spin, which, you know, it should. Uh, you got yeah, different people should. in those roles. And, uh, yeah, so um, I was like, oh, man, maybe we should have done, maybe we should have done this. Although it doesn't fall into our category of no. 20 years and older. Um, but, yeah, so that was, that came out in 2012. We're, of course, talking about the 1989 version with Sally Field, uh, Julia Roberts, who, this is our second Julia Roberts movie yeah. for this season and i liked her a lot more in this one i did too yeah yeah I she was really awesome she was super good in this one i liked her less in this one <laughs> really? i was gonna say you looked like, like maybe you did yeah like just i may, perhaps i like the character less i get that i get that maybe well, it was the accent pizza. maybe it was the pizza. horrific it was awful horrific southern accent that I you know. as a dialect teacher <laughs> julie it was a little strong when she's from georgia so, mm-hmm. you know, she's well, from Smyrna. Well, supposed to be a Louisiana accent. But no one in this movie had a Louisiana accent. No. Nobody was trying no. for no. Cajun. They no, were just no, like, no. just generic Southern. And she was like way out there. And I feel like it was like a, a high schooler's version of a, of a Southern accent. She was like 21, maybe, I think. I'm in, not quite sure. In the movie? Because really? when she did Pretty Woman, she was like 23 or something. I could be wrong. Oh, you're right. Pretty huh. Woman was after this, wasn't it? Yeah. She did oh, like wow. Mystic Pizza. Then she did this amazing movie called Satisfaction. I've never I don't seen know that. if you've seen that. It's Mm-mm. about a girl band from Washington, D.C. or no, something like that. But that sounds Boston amazing. Or New York. And they have to leave the city because it they it's, the, it's like the last summer before. 
like it's like the summer after graduation and Justine Bateman was <gasps> valedictorian. I know what you're talking and about. And they have a girl band yes. and they go to the beach for the oh summer God. and they're yes. a band at Liam Neeson's bar. We have to watch this movie <laughs> for this podcast. Absurd. I saw I'm this really movie when I was it. in the eighth grade and I was just transfixed by Liam Neeson, the, the whole movie. Oh my God. But it's amazing. Joy Roberts is the bassist. <gasps> okay. <laughs> and it was before Still Magnolias. Okay. Like, so she was dating Liam Neeson. No, up, no. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not okay with that. She was dating Liam Neeson Isn't he from like that much movie. Older, yes, much older totally. than her. Justine Bateman was his love interest in that movie. Of okay. course. Of course. So she, she had met him on that set. And I then she's got to be like 45 yeah, or something. And then she started dating Dylan McDermott. On from this, this movie, movie? Oh, of course. God. Okay, well, anyway, uh, sorry. I got yeah, we're we're getting a little side because we we do we we'll, we'll get in this movie side, I'm but so yeah. Sorry. So Dylan McDermott is also in this movie. Um, Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton, yes. Shirley MacLaine, Sh- Shirley MacLaine, Daryl Olympia Dukakis, oh, mm-hmm. Tom Skerritt, Sam Shepard, Sam Shepard, yeah. oh yeah, Sam, Sam Shepard. So um, before we get into talking about the movie, let's talk about everybody's experiences with the film prior to the podcast. Um, Hillary. I have seen this movie before. Oh my God, really? I know. Are you sure that you're um, thinking of this movie and not some other movie about a bunch of ladies at a hair shop? I am. I have seen this one and I've seen Evening Star. Uh, my I mom. seen that. Oh God. Never heard of it. Um, Evening Star is like, it's similar. I think it's the same actresses. And what? Like a, yeah, I want to say. What? Sally Field. No. It, oh my it? God, girl. You are mixing up Terms of Endearment. That's the one. Terms of Endearment. Evening Star is the sequel to Terms, Terms of, of Endearment. Of endearment. Yeah. Ah. That's why there was not the scene that I was thinking of. You were in this waiting movie. for Shirley MacLaine to mm-hmm. ask her for yes. her medicine. I was. Yes. I totally was the whole time. Oh, and I was like, what is my daughter her medicine? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Different movie. <laughs> different movie. That's why. Like, uh, when is Jeff Daniels mm. going to come in? Because I yeah. thought he was in. But I have seen this, this movie before. Movie. Um, I have seen it before. This is one of the ones that my mom like made me watch as a kid. Of and course. like she like cried on the couch during. And I was like. That was a good movie. <laughs> and hugged you. Yeah, like hugged me for a long time. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, get off my mom. Yeah, and it was like 10 and like, okay. <laughs> that was sad. Can I go play now? <laughs> that was it, but yeah. Okay, so seen it before. Sarah? Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, sorry. Did you have, was there no, more that there? Was okay. It. That was it. That was all. Oops. Jesus. Um. Christ. So I didn't see this movie until after I was in the play because we weren't allowed to watch the mo- mo- movie during so or you before. You were in this play. I was in this, this play before play. I saw. Yeah. It's it started out as a play, and I actually have a hot fact about it. Ooh, hot facts. Um. So the play was written by Robert Harling, who also mm-hmm. wrote the screenplay, and it's based on his re- real life experience of the death of his sister from complications from type one diabetes no when way. she had huh. a kid. Okay. And her kid kidneys failed and it kill, killed her and this was a way for him to deal with his grief wow hmm. okay yeah okay wow that's he fuck- wrote it in that's 10 days that's fucking sad okay <laughs> was he a southern gentleman i don't know yeah they're know he's from Natchitoches. He, oh okay so this he's from new orleans yeah the okay the, the movie is set in the town that it's set in like it, it was filmed in the town it's set in which is Natchitoches, louisiana hmm which is looks like Natch- Natchitoches. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. But I met a girl at summer camp. She's like, no, it's Natchitoches. Okay, so Sarah was in the play. I played Clary. Okay. Okay. It was very fun to do, and um, yeah, you'll hear more about that throughout the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna hear a little bit about a little bit about Sarah's experience um, with being in the sh- in the play uh, throughout the throughout the show. Um, okay, Julie. I had seen it maybe once or twice, but I just don't remember when or 
who I was with. I just don't really remember. Okay. So did you see it like at the movies or did you watch it on TV or? Probably on TV or VHS. Oh, good old VHS. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, watching it now was totally different because I'm a mom now and it was totally, just totally different. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Crying, crying, crying. (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely, definitely has a different impact once you have kids. I guess I was so young that it, I just kind of just took it in and didn't really okay. think about it too much. Okay. There were things that I was just like, I just didn't pick up on because I was a kid. Oh, you know, yeah, now, for sure. Now it's completely different oh, watching yeah. it as a grown woman. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, okay. Uh, well, I have seen this movie a bunch of times. It was on all the time on TV when I was a kid. So I had seen it many, 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 many Many times. Uh, I remember thinking that it was sad, but like I definitely feel like it has a different impact on me now as a parent um, uh, than it did then. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to see if I can dredge up something more emotional about it. I just remember watching it a bunch of times. Uh, I think it was one of the few movies out there that had a whole like mostly women in it. Um, so I think that was probably something of note to me. Um, But other than that, I don't think it was it wasn't like, oh, my God, Steel Magnolias is coming on. Everyone get out the popcorn. Like it wasn't like a movie that I was like super, you know, it was more like, oh, it's on again. I guess I'll watch it. I don't (laughs) know. You know what I mean? Like I remember watching it a bunch of times, but I don't quite remember why. Why? Yeah. 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 Well, I I only saw it a couple of times, but the lines from it were throughout Mm -hmm. my entire childhood. Pink is my signature color. I wear yeah. a six, but a seven feels so good. I buy an eight. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, and oh, if you don't yes. have anything good to say, come sit by me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like that one I recognize. I mean, my my family yeah. constantly quoted it. You know, about like my mom, my aunt, my grandma. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Cousins. Yeah. There were some really, yeah. The lines are very, uh, yeah. There are some good ones. Yeah. yeah. Good I ones would definitely there. think there's some good some good ones. Okay. So um, so that was our experience with the film Steel Magnolias prior to the podcast. So um. Let's get into talking about this movie. You seem so distant. Let's just do it, Dad. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. Okay, Steel Magnolias, uh, 1989. Uh, Sarah, do you have the information about who directed and whatnot? Yes. Okay. Um, once again, it was based on a play okay. by Robert Harling. Okay. It did he directed- write the screenplay? He also, did. Okay. yeah, he yes. did. Um, it was directed by Herbert Ross. Okay. And Herbert Ross also directed Footloose in 1984. Right. Huh. He was a choreographer, right? Like, I think I looked at him up earlier today and I saw that he had, prior to directing films, like he did, and during, directed lots of Broadway choreography. Oh, I didn't Some see of the that. direction in this film makes more sense now. <laughs> he also, this I did was, not oh, enjoy it. Oh, okay, okay. The direction. So what, el- what else did he direct? Since 1958, okay. he's dead now um but oh, um god he, rest his soul he directed until the last six year, years of his life so he directed oh, okay his whole career so he was like just in the director's chair till mm-hmm. the bitter end yes this was the first movie me. he made after the death of his wife it said that oh on the extra oh, really the dvd oh my gosh it got him back into wow. like 
living. Yeah, so I feel maybe bad it was about a what I therapeutic. Said. Yeah, God, <laughs> Hillary, you're a fucking asshole. I feel awful. <laughs> also, the playwright He's played gonna haunt the you. pastor who performs Shelby's wedding oh. and funeral. Oh, I didn't. Mm. I, that makes sense. It would be the same person, but I didn't realize yeah. that that was the case. Yeah. They also Spoiler alert: movie. Shelby dies. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> they. Okay. I in the <laughs> extras thing, it I'm said that the um, doctors and nurses who cared for Joy Roberts' character were mm-hmm. the same ones who cared for Shelby. Like they asked them to come back and do this on the sh- movie. Wait, 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 wait. wait. They were like real doctors and nurses. Yeah, who they cared, cared for, oh. her, for Susan. Her, 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 her real name was yeah. Susan. Her, her oh. character. Yeah, Susan. Yes, I did notice that they were not actors. That was apparent to me. Oh, <laughs> I just Seems noticed there were a lot of scenes in silence when they were around. And I was <laughs> don't like, give them any lines. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, choice. sorry. Grief is a bitch, man. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. That's horrible. So this was like a big, a lot of therapy for a lot of people. So yeah. there was a lot of. I mean, I do feel, I do feel like there's a lot of emotion in this movie. Like, I think that's definitely present, yeah, um, in on in a lot of levels. And they don't like, like they treat it as a very dramatic moment. Whenever there's a moment of emotion, there's like a like a close, like a big push in, and it's very like you know they're really focusing on those moments of intense emotion. So I can kind of see how everyone on set was maybe this was therapeutic for them. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Whoa, that's fucking sad. Um, Sorry, guys. No, that's that's Comedy real shit. Podcast. That's some real shit. Um, okay, so all right, uh, I guess let's get on. Let's get into talking about this movie. So I didn't, even though I've seen this movie a bunch of times, I did not realize until Sarah told me that this was how the play was structured that each sort of chunk of time in the movie is a different season. Yeah, I hadn't really mm-hmm. picked up on that. So it seems to me like this first opening of the movie is in the springtime it's easter in the in the beginning yeah. in the yeah. it's mm-hmm. easter yeah, it, the it easter is eggs. they have the easter egg hunt she's got a big easter decoration right. on the front door it's easter sunday the that's first right all those the first day. i don't know why she's getting married on easter sunday that seems strange like a strange but okay um mm-hmm. now one thing i noticed as soon as the movie opened were those big uh, like what i consider to be just emblematic of the south which is are those huge trees like sort of covering the road as anel is walking up i thought it was pretty interesting i liked how they they started the movie and this had us follow an ellen and like mm-hmm. introduce us to yeah, this world right. instead yeah. of telling us about it they yeah. just showed us like right. i thought it was kind of neat to let that thread of her you know her coming in and experience this new yeah and we get territory. introduced to all these people yeah, yeah i, I think that was, that, was cool. a, yeah. that was a good way to enter the story so they all go over to truvies to get their hair done and this is where we get the big diabetes scene right Mm-hmm. Can we have been introduced to the fact that Anel is not sure if she's mar- married. Oh, yeah, that happens after not the yet. hair okay. scene. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But yes, we we do need to talk about this. So there's some suspicion, some some gray area around her husband. We, anyway, uh, Truby and I think Clarie are gossiping about it in the in the thing. But yeah, so uh, Anel and no, yeah. Well, we Malin, were, I can't keep track of all okay. these names. Anel is Daryl Hannah. Malin is um. I'm exhausted. Sally Field. Sally Field. Okay, Sally Field. Yes. Oh no, I was gonna say you said he climbed in her window, Del- and yeah, she Del- was Del- like, Del- "I don't," you know. He's like, "I don't." Are you gonna marry me or not? And and then he's like, "I'll make you happy." And she's like, "We'll see." We'll see. That's what made me so nervous. Like, I feel like the beginning of this movie told like, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I wonder if their relationship was happy because later on, because I don't, I'll yeah, say it. There's more later. later, on, later my, yeah, I was like, 
Ugh. Yeah, there were moments what? throughout it where like I wasn't sure if anyone in this movie was in a happy relationship. I too and like I see that. I, I wonder... well, I feel like Malin and her husband seem to have a oh, pretty regular were marriage. They? There were like comments throughout it, um, like especially from Julia Roberts' character from uh, Shelby, like, "Well, I wanted to tell you and Daddy together, but you're never together anymore." Oh, and, like, that's there a were good all point. those little things, yeah. like where she's hollering at him outside, and she's like, "Don't like drum, come on, you never listen to me, stop it!" And like he's he's not listening. Well, you and, know, like, I maybe it's too early to call this, but. As the more you guys are talking about, the more I'm starting to wonder if this is a movie about how female relationships are true and solid and Mm -hmm. emotional, and the relationships you have with men are just kind of circumstantial out of this movie. Interesting. And then, then, like, she acted like the baby would like solve their problems. Right. What she? Yeah. What she says later on. It would help things. It would help them. Wow, that's really fascinating. There's a whole another layer to this movie that I didn't anyway, even see. Jump ahead. No, no there there was that's a lot fascinating. Of it in this that like because also like Spud and Truvy they're never together. Like she yells at him in the beginning and like he leaves. Well, he's, he's very never, closed off emotionally. But he never comes to any events with her until the mm-hmm. very end. Yeah. And like yeah. that's I think men are just like time. a floating thing in your life right like, Sammy was pretty steadfast I liked him scary. okay let's anyway, wait I want to well let's get head. yeah Sorry. let's hold on to let's hold on to him because <laughs> I definitely want to like, talk about him yeah, I think that the female friendships yeah. and those relationships were the ones that were the most true and the most honest and, and like, mattered and the ones you that need, mattered you need someone to be there exactly yeah. and I think that was what this movie sort of showed us was okay that, I respect that yeah I respect that um, so End of podcast and we're done. <laughs> um, so uh, we are in the hair salon. This is when we find out because uh, they're they're chit chatting. Um, there's a, a shot that made Sarah and I laugh a lot where they were like doing Julie Roberts hair and then they cut they away and they come back around. and she's and wearing she's this like wig, yes. <laughs> the wig, a fully just done a hair, huge just wig. huge wig. <laughs> and we're like, oh, um, and uh, during the scene where so they're get the, there's mom and daughter bickering, which happens a lot in these, these yeah. movies. And uh, then suddenly Shelby goes into this kind of like trance. Almost. Yeah, this yeah. like trance almost. And she's going into diabetic shock and they're having to give her there's this th- very, I think, iconic scene where Sally Field's giving her the trying to make her drink the juice and she doesn't want yeah. the juice and she's pushing it away. Yeah, because she wants the candy in her purse. Right. Yeah. But. And the independence, yeah, of not being told what to do. You know, she's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I yeah. have candy in my purse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were saying, Sarah? Oh, sorry. This this was the line, um, Claire Cleary's line. I'll get the juice. That like, yeah. This yeah. was like whatever everyone like it, it, it imitated me like walking off stage. I'll get the juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so she goes into shock, a diabetic, sort of a diabetic shock kind of thing. They yeah. give her the juice. Yeah. This is when we find out. I feel like her mom maybe didn't need to share this in front of everyone. No, uh, no, seemed a I little don't private. So. But seemed she, like, something yeah. she says that that they, the doctor says that they can't, that she can't have children. Yeah, and this was why they may have been considering calling off the wedding. Yes, which seems like a it's a big thing to drop. Well, they're in all, the middle of the beauty. All poem. of them, except for Nell, are close. But well, still, if my mom said that, like, I feel like that would have been my thing to tell people. Like, if my mom yeah. had said it, you know, I, I would have, you know, I would have been upset. 
about that. There were a lot of things that the parents spilled in this that I would have been really upset about. Yeah, they, there seemed to be no boundaries here yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, moms will tell people's business for but, sure. Yeah, I, guess so. <laughs> I, I do think that's a Southern thing too. I mean, yeah. like my grandma very much does this. Like if you tell my grandma something in confidence, like it, then I get a call from my dad that's like, well, why did you tell grandma that? And I'm like, well... It was just supposed to be for grandma's ears. That's why I told grandma that. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like older Southern women, it is just a thing, like, especially when you're around, like, your chosen family and your friends that, mm-hmm. like, uh, you, like, you sort of keeping a secret in on your life, means you know? something. Uh, it's like <laughs> the opposite for me. Like, my, 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 my mom won't tell a soul a thing. And my dad, like, tells embarrassing childhood stories of, of me at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then then we find out that Anel's husband is on the run and he's taken their money and then she she's now moved to yeah. this town to get a new job and it's going to start over. They feel so so they feel kind of they feel bad for her. So they mm-hmm. invite her to the wedding and then we get into the wedding. Well, and Shelby loans her dress too. Right. Shelby she loans even have her a dress. dress. That's right. And we get the big wedding with all the pink. The, there's yeah. a line in, from the play that's also in the movie that's the line about Pepto-Bismol. Um, yeah. And it, that is true. Like the um, the church does look like it's covered in Pepto-Bismol. It was overwhelming in its pinkness. And I, I did want to call attention to one of the last lines that we get right before the wedding, which is from Wiza. And it's... Hmm. Sorry, I'm tapping. Um, it, one of the last lines that we get before the wedding is from Wiza, and it's men are the most horrible creatures. And right about her, her yeah about we didn't even talk about Weeza. Like, yeah, like she gets she in, okay yeah 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 in the beauty shop but right that's one of the last things and we she's hear got from. the dog and she's blaming tom scarrett for yeah, she uh, blames drum for riling him up for riling the dogs yeah, up with like the gunshots i hate i did not like their relationship yeah. it was oh weird. okay I, well, tell us not. more about that oh no i just thought it was so rude they were yeah. just so rude or he was just they so were rude weird to each to other or, and i just yeah. didn't, even as a yeah. kid i thought that's just weird but now i can see it differently a little bit but well, like no i felt like he was really rude to her and she tried really hard to not be rude back yeah. all the time you know like mm, there are moments where she like walks up behind him and she like taps him on the back or she like mentions oh, like I smi- yeah and like i smiled at him in the grocery store before i could even think <laughs> I a second thought part yeah and like she i think tries really hard to make drum like her and drum like antagonizes her dog and like treats her like crap yeah i think it was meant to be a sort of like we like hate like each other but it seemed like he was mostly being a dick yeah from all the women it felt like that like we hate like each other you know all of the women were like that especially clary and uh -hmm. what's her name we well weez is the rich lady in town who uh god forbid you be an independent woman i know right everybody assumes you're just the old bitchy hag which is exactly yeah. the box that they put and her I in and that's why her i would with be the here. silver hair i really yeah. did yeah even better she looked than her gorgeous. like red hair mm-hmm. later on in the extras of the dvd it was like all oh. in her face and like very straight but in the movie it's like this really yeah. cool yeah, it was like really gorgeous hair and, natural, and i thought that looks so yeah. pretty on her it looks you know? really good she but redheads don't gray they okay <laughs> she and Olympia Dukakis are her fucking treasures in this movie. Oh, yeah, they so really are. I just adore I them. I had just noticed on, on, on wa- wa- watching this this time, and I didn't notice it when I was in high school in the play, but Weezer and Clary are like, they both had a lot of heartbreak in their lives. They both had sp- mm-hmm. spouses die, mm-hmm. and yet they re- 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 reacted to that in a completely different way. Like, Clary okay. is mm-hmm. very like positive and mm-hmm. sweet, and Weezer just is like a 
an old coot. But did Weezer <laughs> yeah. have her husbands die or did they divorce? One of them she, died. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought okay. for some reason I thought that they, it was divorced. No. I thought they were both divorced Mm-mm. for some one, reason. Okay. One of them definitely died. Okay. Yeah, no, she seems like maybe some of her experiences in the world have hardened her a little bit. But I also think people like mm-hmm. really seem to give her a hard time. At least that's the way it seems to me. Like, yeah, maybe it's part of like but maybe a they give her a hard strategy. time because she is angry, hmm. you know, yeah, or a little bit different and super independent. Yeah, she's super independent, which I'm all about. Yeah, but I guess Clarie is super independent too, or at least she is now. Her husband she recently is, died, right? She is now, but like I think she's always been that way. Okay. You know, like I feel like you don't have your husband die, and then all all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna buy a radio station. You know, yeah, like, I guess that's true. You're not yeah. like, and her husband like, was the mayor, up. right? Her husband was the mayor. I think. That's no, no, no. It was someone else who she was talking about the mayor's wife at the wedding. No, later no. On. I read in on uh, in the synopsis that her husband was the mayor. And that's why she oh, is a, has and all maybe this that's money. okay. Cause there was a line at the wedding where they were like, they said some, one of the women walks past while they're having cake and it's like, Oh, calories. And then yeah. they were like, calories, oh, calories. calories. And they were like, we hate her. She's yeah. the wife of the current mayor. <laughs> right. And I so think, maybe that's I think, why. Yeah. Okay, I think they were like, sense. you are much better. Okay. You were the wife. Wife. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So we're at the wedding. Um, can we talk about, the armadillo cake like i feel like we have yeah. to talk about yeah. the armadillo My cake said that when he it. lives in texas like because he watched it with yeah. me the other night he was like that was like the huge fad to have that Real, back because in of the movie i think so yeah oh. he was out there when he was That's probably so in like sixth seventh grade which would have been like after this you know yeah. and uh he's like that was like the thing to do because you know armadillos are you everywhere know. well now yeah. they're up here but back then it was i guess just down there you know and, exactly and that was just like the most hilarious thing to do it was like a gag cake people loved it yeah, <laughs> is it weird that i thought it looked delicious i thought it looked so good I but like i would just cut off sh- the I, tail yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like ass. i always love a good piece of ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although there was so much fondant on that cake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh too God. much. I don't so like the too fondant. Much fondant. But that velvet, ca- red velvet cake, it I don't know if it awesome. was real Good. or uh, like a like foam. What if it was just red styrofoam? <laughs> but it looked moist and delectable. It looked so good. And then Melinda was like, this horrible woman makes it. And then she's like her she family so nice. after the wedding. Yeah, she was so <laughs> nice. She was so nice. Yeah. She watched. Anyway. She seemed very like sort of I can make everything but a snake because I don't have the canner yeah she was, she <laughs> like, was it was so funny. cute I loved that woman um so at the party Anel meets the bartender um Sam after filling her purse with a bunch of food Who, which which is exactly what I would have done <laughs> I mean, at a wedding yeah you know, like, dress, she had to keep like she keeps know, pulling it up yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's why strapless dresses are terrible so <laughs> um Sam, Sammy, the bartender guy, he was obviously a murderer. He looks like a serial killer. Oh my god, killer. That's, what, that's what we murder. Said. What um, actually, I like to refer to him as Undead Elvis. He does oh look like god. a vampire. Yes. <laughs> oh, his his eyes. eyes were disturbing. His eyes were like, he had too. eyeliner on or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his, yeah, teeth, his teeth were teeth very yeah, vampiric. They were a little bit like, different, yeah. Uh, yeah. Were those his real teeth? Like, I don't know. I mean, they I put fake teeth in. Like They were like, we need to make him more creepy. That would make me so angry <laughs> I don't, he just like had these weird pale blue eyes and such a dark complexion otherwise like he was like had like dark black and he hair like, and immediately like, latched onto her so creepy 
And this is the like, best cherry coke home. in the entire world. I was like, girl. <gasps> and when he made, you have made, bad taste it, in men. Clearly, it was, yeah. it was another continuity thing where, like, he was like, he sprayed the nozzle and it was like clear, clear liquid, yeah. and then he handed it to her and it was like bright <laughs> red, and then she took a drink and it was like brown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I noticed that too because he's a vampire. So yeah. he was it glamoring was her. He was glamoring her to think it was coke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I don't care for that guy at all. Yeah. And I, I really no. was concerned about her safety. And I'm I glad that too. she did not accept a ride and home I kept from him. not caring about him throughout. I, did I too. liked him. Mm-hmm. This I didn't mind him. Really? I don't know why. I just was like, mm, they're both weird in their own way. <laughs> I they didn't are. think about him You're too right. much when I was a kid. But when I, the moment he came on he, screen, he Sarah around, and I, I was like, like, oh, God. I was like, <laughs> You're a like, murderer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for the guy. That probably. guy has bodies in his crawl space for sure. Right? He was way too creepy. There's a bunch of women with cat eye glasses just stacked up <laughs> just in his stacked basement. Stacked up in his basement. <laughs> well, she denies his, uh, you know, offer. Yeah, she doesn't. To she give doesn't. Doesn't. Home. doesn't Good. Uh, Smart girl. Yeah. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Um, so they get married. They drive off into the sunset. And I guess this well, takes after us. After being pelted in the face with rice. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a was savage like, rice belt. They have that so little moment, you know, the two of them before she goes out there when she's yeah, getting the into mom. Right. Yeah, oh, with the mom. Yeah. yeah, with the little like corsage. And she's like, oh, corsages are stupid, aren't they? But she like asks her mom for help. I thought that was really sweet. And does I know Jack- she's just like, Jackson, I swear to, to God. To if you- <laughs> is, does Jackson do anything productive or positive in this? Like, does he do anything at all to first stand there and look pretty? I'm just asking the question. No. No, but he really did not much else was required of him. I he was so. a lawyer down in Shreveport. Okay. And he, he... gave a big house, mm-hmm. but she did keep her nursing job. You know, she was yeah, still a nurse. Yeah, so apparently his lawyer lawyering wasn't that. I mean, she's taking she's taking care of a baby and doing the night well, shift at the nursing hospital. She said ho- she didn't want to quit her job, though. Like yeah. very early on in the movie, she was like, I'm she was like, no, I'm not going to leave my job when I have a baby. And her mom was like, we disagree with that. She needs to be at home with a baby. And she's like, no, I'm not going to. I mean, I respect life. that. I respect that. If you, you know, yeah. you want your care about your career. But like, it like, seems no, like I she's like the only one I ever saw taking care of that baby. <laughs> Except for the men don't know how to hold the cake. (laughs) Men just don't have the hip girth to hold them. God, it's like not a thing that can happen. Oh, and boy, sorry, I'm just—it's going to jump ahead. I don't know. No, no, no. Um, sure, why not? Oh, it just pissed me off when they had to go. She's going to get her hair cut, and she's like, "Let me just go tell Jackson." And then next thing you know, the baby's with them. The baby's with them at the hair salon. I was like, "What?" He couldn't even watch the baby for the haircut. He is, I didn't he's pick up on that. Pretty. I off. feel like he's basically useless. Yeah. Yeah. Is he not? Yeah. He's no, just. I definitely. He think does he's nothing. Like he just donates his sperm. Like all you got to do is not get that woman <laughs> pregnant. That's your one job. Don't get the woman pregnant. Yeah, can't and even he, do it. He can't even do and that. She's like, we'll adopt. Fails. We might even buy one. We'll buy one. And then you, she's you, like, you well, guys, not gonna let anybody like me adopt a baby. And you got a giant house. You can buy a baby. I mean, look. I mean, I I know that don't adoption is difficult. No, no I know adoption is not an easy process. Like, and I know yeah. it's very costly, but it seems like maybe wait a couple more months and see how it shakes out. I mean, what they were married for? What like? I mean, it was like five not months. Even the next season or whatever. It was, well, no, it was December. Like, it yeah. Was okay. So let's Christmas. get into Christmas. Sorry, we're yeah. there. No, <laughs> yeah. this is good. Let's get into Christmas. 
Oh. So, which by the way, I should point out that we had been wanting to do a Christmas film for this episode since ha- Happy Holidays, guys. It is December when you're listening to this. Ooh. And we had selected something, but we changed our mind and we we're like, let's do uh, Steel Magnolias. And then it turns out we accidentally selected a Christmas movie. It's a whole big Christmas. There's a no whole way. big Christmas there scene. Big Christmas. Very Easter big movie. Christmas. And a Halloween movie. Okay, well that's but <laughs> but, but, but but let's focus on the Christmassy aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. And how Sarah, you know, how it just kind of worked out that way. I love how Anel is just like a sponge for wherever she goes. Exactly. And I was like, she is turning into Dolly Parton right here. Yeah. Which, I, which I thought was yeah. very funny. Yeah, for the Christmas part. Yeah, you know? she yeah, 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 so she's kind of transformed into really a mini great. Truvy. Yeah. Um, and, and she looked hair. like Daryl Hannah to me at that point. I'm like, yeah, okay, she I did. see yeah. Daryl Hannah yeah, now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so Shelby is gone. I guess they moved to Shreveport or something. I don't know. Yeah, they they moved off somewhere mm-hmm. and she's back for the holidays. And it's the crawfish that, festival. Well, there is that mm-hmm. what it is? A crawfish festival. There's like Christmas lights everywhere and Santa's and everybody's wearing fucking Christmas sweaters. And like, I yeah. look, I, when we're recording this, listeners, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Okay. And... I don't like dealing with Christmas before Thanksgiving. Like it's like I no. I don't like it. But I did get the Christmas feels while watching the scene. It was like the decorations yeah. and the, the it party. was very yeah. I thought it and the trees and the Christmas trees and I thought it was very festive. I enjoyed that scene Great. a lot. I agree. I like that they're just serving shrimp and like they're it's like in Louisiana, so they're just, just serving wearing a shrimp jean in jacket. a cup. Yeah. And so they're just like <laughs> it's Christmas. Better Merry, break out my jean jacket. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Here's your cup of shrimp. I know. And, she's like, Do you, and then the crawfish is like, the heads are already taken off and everything. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I do want some like good. I want a crawfish boil right now, though. Like right now? Right now. Right the second. Like, like right we now. We cover this table in like, I imagine that would create all of kinds of mouth sounds that would not be oh conducive to podcasting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like a little like. <laughs> like when I so it out. Uh, there's big festival. Um. <laughs> Uh, then we get to the scene where Malin is baking something. Yes, something uh, for Christmas. Something with a lot of eggs in it, like so many, like an eggs. entire carton of eggs. Like she might as well have just been making like a twelve egg omelet. They were like continuity's going to be terrible. Just break. But eggs. she was about <laughs> to put sh- she put the sugar in there, so I imagine she was creaming the. I know it was eggs. a lot of eggs. Yeah. She broke like eight eggs in that pan. So this is when we find out that, okay, so let's say they got married. Easter's in April, right? So Sometimes, yeah. March yeah. or April. Yeah. And it's December now. How many months is that? That's less than a year, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like eight, eight months. months. Eight months and Shelby's pregnant. Yep. She's two months pregnant. So she's due in July. look, I, adoption is no joke. Eight like months. it is, it is difficult. It is a struggle. It is uh, tough when, when people, you know, you're looking, you want to start a family, but yeah. like, I feel like if you're, if you could die, if you get pregnant, maybe you want to wait a little longer than six months. Yeah. Maybe I'm just throwing you it know, out there. Like some death. people know what they want too, yeah. though. And like, are willing like, to death. Like, like, but, but imagine you, Nicole, yeah, like you, you wanted to have kids a lot, right? Yeah, but I also want to be alive when they grow up. I'm just saying, like it seemed very foolish, and and I had di- like I had difficulty not completely siding with her mother on this. Like it seemed foolish and reckless, and selfish, and frankly made me hate Jackson honestly oh, yeah, because I did not. like you know I-, I feel like he must have been putting some kind of pressure on her. 
And I know she really wanted to have a baby, but like you could die, like you could die. And she did die. The urge to have kids overrides the urge to be alive, though. But when there are so many children out there who like, I mean, they could need a family. Yeah. When there are so many children out there who need a family, like and, and like you like, I think it's 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 not just, you know, birthing the child like you want to you have to be there and like if you know that you might your your life might end because your body can't have children you know like it that that's what is that I mean look I don't want to sound like a jerk who's like blaming her for her own death but it just seemed like I was totally in agreement with her mother like the The doctor said don't have children you could die and the first thing she does after getting married is getting pregnant it seemed very foolish to me well i mean this is the the reason why couples spend tens of thousands of dollars on ivf instead of just adopting it like people want to have their own kids right but those people aren't going to die if they have children i'm telling you if you really want to have kids you don't care about right i mean that's why certain people have surrogates as well like if they're not healthy enough and like that just wasn't an option at this point yeah i don't know they had surrogates back then they did yes they did okay they did people had surrogates i mean then that's what she should have done and then that's her fucking fault but if there had been like a longer stretch of time and they had really really tried like i can understand the powerful desire to be a mom like i can totally understand that but it seemed like they had just gotten married yeah i would have wanted to wait in april but i know like let's just have some couple time here you know (laughs) but it's like julie brought up earlier i think that this was a way to fix an already failing marriage yeah, because she tells her mom, I think it'll really help yeah, things. I want a child of my own. I think it will help things Look, a lot. That baby is beautiful that, and adorable oh and God. sweet. But like she she he he she barely made it to his first birthday. Yeah, yeah I know. Mm-hmm. I mean but she was on dialysis. I was like, That's what? fucking I didn't know serious what that was shit. At ten years old. That is you know? fucking exactly. se- like I didn't realize yeah, exactly. I didn't realize that how mm-hmm. serious it was, I don't think, when I was a kid watching this movie. Dialysis, that's fucking serious shit. And the doctor yeah. straight up said you can't have children because if you do, you will fucking die. Even though I'm playing devil's advocate here, I actually don't want kids my, my, myself, but I um, I know what it's like to suffer from a chronic illness and like from a young age being told by adults that there's something wrong, wrong, wrong with you and you have to take care of yourself. And like if you're that like she she had type one diabetes, so she had mm-hmm. it since she was a, a, a little kid. And when you grow up with that, you believe that people are like lying to you or they're like trying to get you to do something that you don't need to do you don't believe there's anything wrong with you so i i get her her belief that there it's not as bad as her mom is saying it is yeah no i think that's a fair point um i think that's a fair point and again i feel like what is like her i feel like her husband should also like recognize that you know sometimes being in a partnership is is helping the other person you know, totally blame him. see yeah. the right he decisions. Super, like, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Like he's seen, like, I don't know. We didn't get a whole lot about his character, but I feel like, you know, come on, bro. I didn't like him at the wedding when she was trying to like, yeah, get across to him the seriousness of the situation. And he and just he wouldn't just, get serious. Yeah. With he her. seemed to was like, it was not a big deal. Kind of it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. But also I, I can't uh, personally, I can't blame him because Julia Roberts and Shel- like Shelby doesn't seem to take her condition very seriously either. Oh, yeah. And if you're around someone who doesn't take their condition seriously and then you're with their family and they're like, this is very serious. It's one of those like, huh, OK, yeah, I'm around her all the time. It's not that serious, you know. 
And so I think that that maybe was a break there too. Like I don't I don't blame him as much. Like, but I don't blame either of them. Like, but partly because he had no character. He was in like four scenes. Yeah, that's a good point. So he like, I, I can't develop speculate about what he made her do or look, didn't make her do. He's just too pretty. So I'm just going to have to blame him for all of this. But it's like, I can't speculate on story that wasn't there and wasn't ever even hinted at. You know, like the, it hint, yeah, it was hinted right. at that they have an unhappy marriage, but it wasn't hinted at that he pressured her into having children. Yeah. Because like she even says early on, will adopt or will have will buy kids he wants to have 10 kids like we're gonna adopt all 10 and all this stuff but 10 children <laughs> jesus it christ seems like too much. what didn't she say 10 kids at some i forget point? i think she said 10 kids um anyway i like i don't want to speculate on story that's not there and wasn't in any, any way hinted at but like so i don't i don't blame him necessarily and robert harling said like his sister like that was she wanted that like that's like the biggest thing she ever wanted was to be a mom yeah yeah and That's I get it. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Malin's not happy about it. Um, and no. as much as I was siding with her um, in and this I, scene, I also right. kind of felt like what's done is done. Like, you know, know, at this well, point. Yeah. I don't I, sit yeah. here and be angry forever. Yeah. Being angry is not really going to help. When she left the room, I was like, okay, she's going to go get a baby blanket. And then she never came back. I was like, oh, I read that <laughs> yeah. wrong. Well, just, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Give her a night. Yeah, yeah, no, I think my, I think I would have been upset as well. well oh, I would yeah. have been very upset. Because you're like, this is the end. I'm yeah. seeing great. it happen. Great, way I, to right. die, way I to die. I worked so hard like, to keep you alive this yeah. long. For yeah. so yeah. long. You've, you've had yourself for, for you've had yourself for six months and you're already breaking yourself. Way to go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so uh, at the Christmas party in another display of extreme lack of boundaries, mm-hmm. um, uh, Shelby's father tells everyone in the room that she's pregnant. But yeah. she is two months at this point, so at least yeah, it's getting close to but when you would announce it. I but. guess, but <sighs> usually the couple announces. Yeah, yeah. not not the father. Oh, don't worry, darling. I'm not going to tell him you're pregnant. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is when you get we get the scene where uh, Melinda's upset and everybody's sort of mm-hmm. gathering yeah. around her and they're like, "Yeah, you know, the doctor said she couldn't have children. What do they we know?" And she's him. like, "Well, actually, she shouldn't have children." So then this, this is when you get all the the you know the the sisterhood gathered around mm-hmm. her saying like let's just focus on the positive you know the joy of the situation need your help. yeah <laughs> but i think that's what she needed to hear from her friends at that i mean point. yeah you at know? that point like, what else like, are you gonna do what else yeah. are you gonna do you know it's done you can't be like well she'll have an abortion because then <laughs> you would just burst into flame because it's well, louisiana the South, and yeah. that's where jesus well, was she would just <laughs> turn around and get prep prep Right again. Where did we leave After off? Christmas. 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 So we're we're so in summertime. We jump to Act next July. Well, we don't even jump to the next July. We jump to the July after that. Because when it's he's his a year first old. Yeah. You're right. it's not, we don't jump to his birth you're seven right. months later. You're right. We jump to his first birthday. Yeah. Right. So it's been right. a, about a year he's and a half. Super mm-hmm. precious. Yeah, he's that's a cute adorable. little blonde baby. Why is he so blonde? Yeah, they, he does not because seem like he came from those parents. They found a baby parents. who could act. Sarah, I will tell you, my child is blonde, 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 and my husband and I both have. That's super true. Dark brown hair. That's true. It's weird. Hmm. It's true. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Whose baby is this? No, it was it's a hospital get mix-up. Because my daughter was the same way. But my hair yeah. was black, then blonde, then brown. That's true. That Some weird. people are born blonde and they get yeah, that's browner true. My, later. My, my, my dad had that too. He's a super precious kid though. Yeah, he's so adorable. Cute. So fucking adorable. Um, so we jump to his birthday. 
Mm-hmm. I will say something that I lacked in this scene was that I thought you sh- said you were lactating in this scene. No, I was very much <laughs> lactating in this scene. I don't and have any Dylan children. Mc- Dylan McDermott rolled in. That, yeah, oh Dylan McDermott God. was there. There was a baby there. I just couldn't help it but lactate. Oh God. Um, something that I felt was lacking in this scene was when they were shooting the baby. Not shooting the baby. When they were filming, <laughs> filming the baby. Filming the baby. <laughs> different movie. Yeah, different, different movie. movie. Different yeah. movie. Sorry, guys. Different movie. Um, that they cut out Julia Roberts' face yes. in those they shots. They never showed her. And I was like, was she not available yeah, to maybe shoot she, scene? Yeah, maybe they had to do or, some pickups. like, I don't know what happened. Or maybe the maybe baby she hated her kids. and like, couldn't <laughs> handle yeah, being held by her. Right at the Right neck. at her neck. It's and in I the baby's like, contract. He's like, I will not work with that fucking bitch, Julia Roberts. <laughs> 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 it's a rider attached to Maybe he needed to be in his um, mom's arms or something like that. It, that could, maybe it was his mom standing over him. Because they had a second kid for the older Jack. Yeah. And no, the, that was the that. same kid. No, no, I saw it in the credits. Really? Yeah. It looked mm-hmm. the same. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. That's um, fucking weird. But I, I wanted to see Julia Roberts interacting with that baby. And so I missed that in this scene. Yeah. They, they really didn't, for all that she went through to have that baby, they didn't have much of a relationship. But maybe yeah. that wasn't really the point of the film. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> the point of the film was to I guess, kill her. Was to have her die. <laughs> she was the martyr. Um oh so <laughs> I don't think that was the point. We go I mean, yeah, that's what it, it's called Julia it's called Kill Julia Roberts. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Murdering <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> Shelby. That was a the original tale. That was the original Shelby. title. They decided to go with Steel Magnolias instead. Sperm right. sperm murders. Okay, wait. <laughs> sperm sperm murders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're now we're getting to my favorite murder. Um, okay. so they we have the big scene where the the operation. Um, they don't spend yeah. too much time on that. It's no, like the waiting around. Looks like, real, good. Real, real good. Everybody <laughs> yeah. tries to bring food, the, which I think is a very southern thing oh, for everyone super. to bring the food over to make sure everybody's yeah, taken yeah. care of. Yeah, know, during and the I, surgery. I loved that scene of Clarie and Weezer in the oh yeah oh, yeah. store where she's just she literally just won't stop piling beans into the she's cart. Like, he likes she's pork. Like, some beans he eats it with everything and like Weezer's like "Uh uh-huh and just starts putting some of them back yeah because I feel like that is like what you do when a friend is in crisis is like you really overdo it yeah because I think we all eat eat. exactly (laughs) I would eat for everything oh yeah for sure for sure and I you know they didn't talk about it too much but it's like everybody obviously is concerned about Shelby she's her body is delicate but like you know I mean it's dangerous for uh, Malin as well to be you mm. know having a kidney and they say yeah. it's worse for her than it would yeah. be for Shelby which hmm. which doesn't make much understand that either. well she's older I guess well they're like they're going to have to saw her in half to get it out I'm like well they have to put that's, it in well that's not, like, I mean, it's like the that's same exactly <laughs> I don't think that's quite how they do it <laughs> anymore <laughs> um, oh, I mean that's goodness. that is how they still do a c-section though is they do still saw the woman in half Entirely. Like a magician mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> They just got and her on the table just, and just they, they crack slide her, it out. They crack her open and then they sew her back. Together. They crack her open like a walnut, just mm-hmm. pull the baby out and just glue yeah, the exactly. slabs they make back like together. A exactly. That is exactly how it happens. It's a drawer. That is a really well, that's great what they do. That's there. what they do for my body. Because yeah. I just keep popping them out. Not anymore. I've been told Business I can't they know. told me I can't have any more everyone children. in your life too busy everyone has told you <laughs> even the children are like seriously no I'm just kidding <laughs> like could you not okay so uh surgery is a success mm-hmm. right and we move on to my favorite, my favorite holiday which is Halloween yeah yeah, yeah. um and Truvies is all decked out 
by Anel, right? Yeah, Anel does the Which de- is weird to me Wait, that yeah, she's not all she, weird about that. Isn't she like super Christian, but she decorates for Halloween, right? Well, I don't think Anel decorated it because remember oh, she it was decorated her surprise for bridal sh- oh. shower oh, for that's Halloween. Right. That's and because right. she, she says I've always Christmas. wanted to throw a bridal shower with a monster theme. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, that's what you get for getting married kind of on a, Halloween. Yeah. His hair's making me. What? What? what an unusual monsters. What an unusual bridal theme. Yeah. I would love it. Like there's nothing I want more I than love. No, I'm it. making the face because it doesn't seem like a Nell's char- character that she would no. like that. But I think she just but like, picked that day. Her husband no is very like he Dracula. Is a so <laughs> it kind of makes um, sense. She obviously has a thing for mantra. <laughs> the veil is thin. My husband is coming to visit me. Dupuy. <laughs> her husband's last name. Anyway. Oh boy! Um, so yeah, they have the the bridal shower for oh, and her, all the presents, and uh, <laughs> she gets some some crotchless. I remember that as yeah. a kid. I was like, Ooh. "What?" Yeah. I remember thinking well, like, and Malin is also back up on her feet at this point too. Yes, and Malin is true. out of the party. It's, it's Halloween. Halloween. She has the surgery in July. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's been a while, and, her, and she seems back to me. She Shelby's like back she's at work. Shelby's back yeah. at work. Um, she's still got the terrible haircut. And um, yeah, and so then, oh God, the rest of this movie is just so much it's tears. So sad. I didn't take so any notes many... practically after As this. As a kid, I was sobbing. Like, Why would you don't pick him up? You know, because she know. picks him up. I'm like, oh my God, he probably weighs like 40 pounds. Why would you hold him above your waist? <laughs> well, like, I don't think it's weigh. okay. Well, we're dancing around it, but what happens is she's at the hospital ending. So Shelby's at the hospital ending her shift. Yes, she clearly is having some. Yeah, she's because she works with the babies. She's uh, clearly having some kind of spell while she's there, which at that mm-hmm. point I'm like, girl, you're like, in a hospital. Drink some help. juice. Tell somebody that you're not feeling yeah, well. Yeah, she she raises her arm to put on her jacket and she's like, ugh. Yeah. But I get it too. Like, you're a mom. You're like, I'm too busy to be sick. I got things to do. But also, if you know you only have like one good kidney. She a kidney transplant. Like, I know, but we prior. all, like, all mothers can relate to this. It's Halloween. I got to get home. I got to get my I son got in the costume. Little clown we got to go trick or treating. Oh, like, you don't, so when you're a mom, like, it's, it's all, I feel like it's worse when you have a medical condition and then you have children because even as like regular people can't, don't take care of themselves when they have children. Like, you don't shower, you know, you hardly go to the bathroom. So, like, you, when you get, you don't have time to be sick. You just don't. Yeah. So even if she was feeling something, she was probably like, I'm fine. I got things to do. I'm going to go home. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. She goes home. It's so sad. Oh, God. Somebody it else the take worst. this. I can't. I can't. Well, I can't. So she, I can't. She, she, gets, can't do it. she gets ready for she, Halloween with the with the baby. And he's in his little clown costume. And oh. he's got his little jack-o'-lantern. He's and so she, precious. So precious. And, and she I goes don't even like clowns. Up. But he was adorable. Yeah. She goes to pick him up and she falls a little faint and can't lift him up and then says, okay, baby, let's go call daddy, which why not 911? Who knows? But she decides to call dad. And then the next scene we have is Dexter. uh, uh, (laughs) I hated this part so much. The dad coming home is Jackson coming home. What I hate is that he, it took him so long to see what was happening. Like he was just like, I'm just what? like there are chairs What's tipped over. On? There's a pot overflowing yeah. on the oven. I don't know. Like, like the it's like you know the baby. The baby is literally pointing. pointing at it. <laughs> the, like, the, like he's like, what's the, what's Where's going? Mommy? I'm like, is dinner ready? Do you know oh your God. wife's condition? Like that would be like immediately if like 
a pot was going, I'd be like, she's dead. Like, yeah. how does he yeah. not? That's because you're a woman. Like, yeah. I feel like if Chris came home and like, <laughs> I like had a... damn, Nicole, Chris <laughs> would probably be like, Nicole, I'm home. I'm going to the office. He'd probably be like, I'm going to go watch. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go practice some ping pong in the, in the ground. And then it would be like an hour later, but he'd be like an hour <laughs> oh, or no. two. He'd stumble over my body trying to get some coffee. No, he'd see yeah. Jack. <laughs> Charlotte would probably Jack and hide Jack, you. Jack would be eating my dead body before he found me. And then Charlotte he'd be like, probably oh skip it on her iPad. No, my kids would find me way Jack before he Oh, I know. Charlotte would skip into dad and be like, I don't know why mom hasn't moved in several hours. Jack Bye. You want to watch my iPad with me? I fully can imagine like Chris coming home and then like not finding my body He's just not very for several hours unless it's blocking, yeah, unless it's blocking the area where he needs to get hysterical coffee. Hysterical toddler's behavior. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hysterical. That, that part was really hard. The screaming baby, the screaming baby was really hard for me. It was just, and then she's just sprawled on the floor. God, it was so, so rough. Know. So rough. That was so hard for me. It was really sad. I was in, I was super This is when this the point. tears began. Yeah. yeah, this is where they begin and they don't end for another 30 no, minutes it's until no. this movie tears. ends. It doesn't end until the end of the movie. Yeah, there's, it's just like still about tears. 30 minutes left at this point. It's 30 <laughs> minutes of tears. It's just sobbing. I mean, it's so just many crying. dry, irritated I mean, eyes. I think I almost I, woke up my baby crying. At this <laughs> point, room, I was like, <laughs> At this point, I started pausing it every 10 minutes to go check my laundry, and I had to, like, walk out of my apartment just like, <laughs> I'm going to be okay. I'm going to walk down the stairs to just check my laundry, make sure it's The dry. neighbors are like, it's like, Hillary. Oh She's God. crying and doing her laundry again. <laughs> like, and I'm wandering through the halls in my caftan with no bra on. <laughs> and they're like, oh, man, here comes the witch like of Twin Gate again. The, <laughs> the witch like- of Twin Gate. <laughs> <laughs> She's like shrieking and sobbing she through the halls in, in a long black caftan. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so Shelby goes into a coma. Yes, that they yeah. don't think she'll ever come out of. It said. Yeah, they said. Yeah, but you couldn't hear that. I you didn't. Had the subtitles. I on. did not understand. Oh, I had you and I both on. watched yes. it with the subtitles yeah, on. No. So you and I both saw all, all I, of those. All I all I heard was. Oh, they're not actors. No. They said she'll never come out of the coma. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's they're like, it's irreversible. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's what he said. No, they, I mean, I've listened to enough stories to know that there's no way for us to know for sure if someone's going to come out of a coma or not, or even if they're so yeah. like, but it is unlikely. Yeah. They are, they can tell you when it's unlikely based on their brain activity. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what it said in the closed captioning. Yeah. So her mother's there by her side. Um, and never leave constantly yeah well i would be i wouldn't leave and then her husband comes in and says come on come get some real food and she's like like, (laughs) she could wake up for two seconds and i would and i won't be be here i need to be here in case she wakes up which i thought was very real like i feel like sally field just was amazing oh god God. the women in this film the actors are so great there were there were some scenes like the the first scene of the the argument between them when they were talking about how she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I thought that that could have been directed better. Like I felt like the emotion was there. I felt like it could have been directed better. But in these scenes right here, I was like, this is awesome. And yeah. it was it was where the directing and the acting came together very beautifully for me. I thought there were a few very overwrought shots of medical equipment. Yeah, there were a lot of those, but but and I, we'll, when we talk, I mean we're the gonna, acting of the director or the directing of the actors. 
there definitely was a lot of like lingering on medical equipment for long yeah. periods They're of like, time. These are real doctors and nurses. We're going to get everything we can out of their expertise. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do think the stuff with her mom, I thought the scene where she was like showing her pictures of the baby and oh. like, mm-hmm. that was all, very, I mean, it's just all heartbreaking. It's just yeah. all fucking heartbreaking. Um, Try to do it so quietly. So I guess, you know, not much to say about this really other than like her mom is the one who's like really like it seems like the husband and the father are like kind of in and out, you know, we really see her there like all the time. And then they switch. You see, get the scene where he's signing the clipboard. He signs the papers. And then uh, he leaves, and then very stoically, Sally Field heartbreakingly in yeah. the background, still holding her daughter's hand. I mean, while he's I would, signing the I papers. would, I would be just heartbreaking. Oh yeah, but yeah. I would hope the husband would be too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Well, everybody deals with their emotions. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. He might point... just want to get out of there because yeah. it was just so sad. But he like wasn't in this movie at all, and I like yeah. felt like that was an opportunity to bring him into this movie and make him part of the family in a way. Like, but I actually be like, I don't want to do it. I want to do it. I, right. You know, what do I do about this? And or, this is know, a I time that. in real life. Like my, my mom's friend. At, this happened to her dad like he was in a coma and the whole family fought about whether he would be you know whether they would pull the plug or not so they didn't have that in in this movie like i'm glad they didn't though i don't think that was the point and also jackson is the one who gets to make that decision yeah because he's the husband but i wanted him to be a part of those scenes I get that, but I think that we, as we, you've already mentioned, that this movie isn't about them, and I think yeah. it's about how the women are strong, and in a way, mm-hmm. it's kind of about how the men aren't. Well, yeah, it does show that one scene where Sally Field yeah. kind of leaves the room, but she's still watching, and he's in there talking to her and holding mm-hmm. her hand. And yeah, it's not like, like he wasn't there, yeah. but definitely, like, I think it was very intentional that we have everybody in the room when they're shutting the machines off and slowly everyone leaves but the mother and the mm-hmm. mother is the mm-hmm. one that stays. And I think yeah, that, yeah. God, I'm going to get upset just talking about it. <laughs> like, it's just so fucking dark. It's just so dark. She's the only one who's there. Well, no, yeah. no one will will lo- love you like your mom loves you. I mean, so, yeah. m- most moms. Right. There are certainly instances where people have toxic relationships with their parents um, and complicated relationships but yeah i think that in this situation that is the case is that you know yeah she's gonna be there until the very last moment and then does the first thing that i would want to do which is immediately go and hold the baby baby. yeah Mm -hmm. and that scene oh my well the music really like manipulated yeah i mean the whole thing is very manipulative ran from the hospital to look at the baby you know and that that in and of itself was just like (laughs) yeah well that's what you want you want the thing you want a car on the to hold that yeah you know pure beautiful you know child in your arms yeah and he was so happy oh yeah when he's smiling he's he's like laughing and walking down the walkway to her oh my god Uh, it was so, so great. Sad. So great. Oh, guys, we're just going to cry through the rest of this podcast. Yeah. Just like fucking tears. Tears all over the place. Comedy podcast. <laughs> who wants to make a joke? <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to talk about the super sad funeral scene? You mean the best scene that Sally Field has ever performed in her life? I mean, that's that's a tall order, but I definitely think this is a good performance. Yes. This is a great performance oh no it was really fucking good great performance now i don't know sally field's entire uh roster this is definitely up there this was a beautiful scene yeah well why don't you take us take us there 
so we we pretty much catch up with the funeral at the end of it and um sally field is the only one still standing next to the casket covered in pink roses yeah of course it's pink um and all of the other women sort of notice that she's still staying there and we get these moments of clarie and Weeza and all of the other women at their cars that are kind of like no i i, I gotta go back and they all start to walk and even back. the husband sees mm-hmm. and then doesn't walk up to her doesn't go back yeah but the women go back and they start to comfort her and talk to her about it and like sort of hold her hand through it well Annel starts with saying that Uh, you know we should be rejoicing Shelby's where she's in a better place her king yeah but then I feel like the next thing she said oh yeah was really actually something really nice oh for sure and and you know uh melin's response is basically like well i'm sorry if i can't rejoice right now but i'm selfish and i want her to be here with me which i feel like is exactly what i would feel like if somebody said that to me exactly yeah what she's what she says next is actually really beautiful what did she say next i forget um it's something along the lines of like what what gets me through this when this, these things happen to me is knowing that I have someone up there who will always be young, who will always be beautiful, who will always be spry and in her best part of her life and that she's on my side. As a guardian angel. Right. That, like that now Shelby, yeah. you know, Shelby had she all these things all that the she things wanted she to do and, and here on earth she wasn't able to do those things. Her body just wouldn't let her and now she can do whatever she wants yeah, and she's going to be there me, be like, protecting. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, as I, an atheist, that's hard to said, hear. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She, at least, she said it in a way that. I think, in a way, it was sort it, of yeah. in a I way. I mean, yes, it was still, I think, based in Christian beliefs. But I think most of those women all do go to church, and that's yeah. something yeah. that would be comforting yeah, to Malin them. Yeah, is definitely Christian. I mean, like, yeah. But, but in yeah. a way, there was something sort of almost non-denominational yes, about it, where yes, her yes. basic thing that she was saying was that. You know, she was struggling with this health issue and now she's not struggling anymore. And in and, and her belief and in their belief, their shared belief, there is an a, some kind of afterlife. And in mm-hmm. that afterlife, she is uh, still she'll be waiting for us and she'll be, you know, her body yeah. will be strong and she'll be happy and, and, and she's going to be looking down on you. Right. Well, and, you know, okay. I didn't really even think it. she was saying like she's in heaven waiting for us you mm-hmm. know it felt like you said more denominational if people could just think that there is something after this you know right right and it felt and that she'll be watching over you as yeah, some kind of guardian like as and her child her which spirit, is what she wanted you know? to do and that's yeah. one of the things that daryl hannah brings up in in the role i can't never remember no. her name the whole time and no i wanted to call her annabelle the whole time no that's a creepy um, doll is such a stupid name i okay. know it was dumb um, but Anel, like it, it talks about how the only thing she wanted to do in this world was to raise that baby. And mm-hmm. like it is, it's, it's obviously the one thing she wanted to do because she gave her life to do it. Yeah. And now in her afterlife, she is able to watch over him as some sort of guardian angel type being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I found it very comforting in a way. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm very confused. About I mean, my beliefs I, of the afterlife, so. I I don't know how I would react in that situation. I hope I never have to find out. Um, yeah. You never, as a parent, you never want. I mean, she said, it's exactly what she says. You, you're you not supposed to go. Your children aren't supposed to go before you. you right. And she, it, you expect my, to. My, my, I think my, my fa- favorite line in this, it was in the play too, is 
Um, I was there when she drifted into this world, and I was there when she dri- drifted out. It's yeah, that that's yes the creature or whatever. She yeah, yeah, this beautiful creature. Yeah, that's the heartbreaking. <sighs> and that's like what I was thinking about while she was sitting there holding her hand is that, you know, you're there. Yeah. The moment that your children enter the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was you there. You shouldn't be there the moment they. No, you it. shouldn't be. But but if you have to be, if, yeah, you if will the, be. then at least, you know, there you're there and they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to stir. You guys <laughs> like, like, I'm trying so hard. I can't. I keep this comedy here. podcast going, guys. Please don't make um, me cry on my comedy podcast. Okay, so then. The lump is in my upset. throat, you guys. Then Sally Field delivers the best monologue I'm just so of mad. Monologues. I'm just so mad. It is the best monologue of yes. monologues. Where yeah. she, yeah, she I talks about hit being something. mad. I just want to hit something to make it feel as bad well, as I can. It starts with her handing her the mirror because earlier, you know, oh, at the beauty she salon, broke down with the, right? Yeah, you, early at the in this film at the beauty salon, um, you know, Trivi's like, "What do you want me to do with your hair, Melin?" And, no, and it's she's like, oh. Anel who says it because Anel has to do oh, her right, hair right, right. for the wedding, and she she's says, like, just, "Just do it like a brown football, football helmet, <laughs> yeah. and she'll be fine." And yeah. she's like, "Oh, shut up!" And like then it in this scene it harkens back to that right she's looking at it in the mirror and you know she's like you know can i does anyone have a mirror and she's she says it is a brown football helmet and it just starts sobbing all over again yeah 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 yeah, the, the shatter. The, the, this was a, a really fun scene to play because I, I played clary so i got to be the one with like yeah milan hit her yeah like, yeah yeah that was very fun to play. I mean, this is a beautiful scene for all of them. I, like everybody gets a special a moment. Beautiful scene yeah. for friends. Yeah. You know, like yeah. where your friend is going through something that is so incomprehensibly mm-hmm. hard, and you have to find a way to get her to leave this place and go on with her life. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you can do is just hit hit her. Hit this other person. That's what Robert Harling was saying. That's how he yeah. came up with that because that's he's like, what would Susan have done? You know, and mm-hmm. that's why he oh, did that. Oh, that's so and, sweet. And I think that that right there is like such a true moment of like, I, I don't know. It's not well, self-deprecation. It's like, shock, but it's, it's like shocking you into yeah, exactly. the yeah. reality, like bringing you back to earth. Like she is... Yeah. I mean, and this is not going to be the last time in her life that she's up in the clouds with her grief. Like, mm-hmm. grief is an ongoing process that takes yeah. the rest of your it, life. It doesn't to, end right to here. comprehend. But you know, in that moment, she's in the clouds. She's she's swirling with the anger and the grief that she's feeling. Mm-hmm. And this thing that Clarie does is bring her back to reality. Shocking, like yeah, throwing cold water on her face yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. and then but it turns into something that becomes a moment of laughter of comedy yeah. Yeah. yeah and and i loved jolly parton's line in this when truvy says um crying through laughter is my best emo- or is my favorite emotion yeah. and like i think that that's a lot of people's favorite emotion when you're like so sad that the only thing you can do is to laugh and mm-hmm. like i i think we've all been at a certain point like that where you're like you're sad about someone's death or something that's happened and then you have this moment of like but you remember that time when yeah. and like you yeah. just start laughing and you can't help but laugh because like you've had great times together. And I think that that's what this scene is for sure. It's like. Right. I don't know. I liked I like the laughter. And it's also, tears. I think, it's bringing normalcy too. back, bringing something that's normal, which is yeah. to Weezer. make fun of Weeza. Yes, yes. Like that's the thing that they all do together. And, you know, at Weeza's expense. Yeah. It becomes it allows them to bring in something that's normal. And my. Uh, their favorite part of the play was when Weezer and I um, 
sat on the bench afterwards and kind of Mm -hmm. like made up and that was such a sweet scene yeah Yeah. like after the funeral when they all go back to the house Mm -hmm. and it comes it comes full circle at this point because we start off at the house with the wedding and then we come back to the house and i didn't realize that until i saw the pool behind them with the cover on top of it because i remember them throwing the magnolias exactly because they threw they pointed it out yeah yeah because they accused them of stealing the magnolia blossoms from their tree yeah um and I thought that that was a great way to bring it full circle and bring it right back to it and and have these women sort of like rekindle their friendship. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. not that it was ever gone. No. Yeah, you yeah. know, they've been friends for however many years yeah. and they all know we make fun of, fun of Weeza and they sit on this bench and have this like great little moment of laughter Knocking and pushing each other each off. Other off. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love I love you more than my l- luggage. I, n- I never knew what that line meant, yeah. but it was fun to say. The director, <laughs> or either the director or the writer, and the extras on the DVD mm-hmm. were saying that mm-hmm. it got a little too real when she's like, you know, I yeah. love you more, and she had to put in than my luggage to make it like just kidding, you know? Because yeah. I mean, she really does love her, you know? Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, a friend, and just um, they just don't ever get that like mm-hmm. gushy with each other or whatever, yeah. you know? But I think they've had like little moments throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. like because there's an earlier scene where they're talking about um, the transplant, and uh, Clarice says to her, like, you know, you'd give a kidney to that dog if he needed it. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things like they they their relationship is built off of like humor, and yeah. they find a way to make their little like hatred and like little bickering work for them mm-hmm. and like i think that this moment is really good natured ribbing that. yeah exactly good natured ribbing yeah and then this is where we find out that anel is pregnant which is such an odd place to bring it up but okay. well it seemed i didn't get the indication that this was in that dress pregnancy yeah i think they all knew i think they all knew about it already it didn't seem like anybody was like what she also was like holding her Her, stomach a little bit and she was in that big flowy dress and i was like she's supposed to be pregnant yeah on the costuming choices (laughs) right um but yeah she says that they're gonna she wants to name the baby shelby yeah and um we get the little scene with them pushing jackson in the swing which is cute yeah wait they named the son jackson after the dad. After the dad, yeah. The baby Jack. Jack yeah, Jackson, Jackson. Latimer? What Jackson Jr. Well, Latchery. Sarah, he wanted yeah. a son. He wanted a son. He, could, <sighs> he says he's fine either way, but I can just tell he, he just boy. wants a boy so bad he can taste it. Oh, taste God. that baby boy goodness. Because <laughs> I remember we were watching this and I was like, I think that's weird when that's you say it like that. It. Yeah, yeah, let's not. Just let's like not, the boy so let's not taste, locked that out. Let's not taste babies. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> You're okay with sniffing them, but not tasting them. Babies smell amazing. I don't. Babies think they smell, smell different than other people. Babies smell intoxicating. They, smell, they smell like, like sunshine and hay and beautiful days. They smell I like. I think when I have a baby, like I'll know anything. what they smell like. But babies I don't think smell, they smell like, like the promise of a better tomorrow and <laughs> snuggles. <laughs> my boy loves. My children love oh. to snuggle. Oh my god. The moms are over here like, no, but really they smell like the promise of a they better smell tomorrow. The two non-moms like, are like, there is no better tomorrow. You can't, you can't bottle that's anything. Oh God, you no. can't bottle anything that smells better. Like I can smell it right now. 
Oh, oh my god. god. I just like I have tried to sniff a baby before and it just like it doesn't You got to get in like there. Anything. Are you smelling their heads? Are you smelling their heads? I kiss every baby I come in contact with. Like I'm up in that baby just sniffing <laughs> it, kissing its little forehead. Me too. But they don't no, smell like They don't it. smell like anything. Anything. Maybe it's your own baby. I don't know. No, I, when I <laughs> smell other people's own. babies, my she does. I drop like at least ten babies. or fifteen eggs just smelling, <laughs> smelling well, someone else's people baby. People who want kids versus people who don't. Yeah, I, don't know. I think that's a big part. I of don't that. know. Like I, know. I love holding other people's babies. I will well, cry yeah, over them be because like, they're just so precious and back. perfect. <laughs> and then I'm like, goodbye. Yeah. Have a wonderful night. I'm gonna go get drunk. Bye. Anything else to say about this funeral scene? No, I don't want to talk anymore. No, I don't. I, talk I don't. About how babies smell instead. Let's talk. Well, we, let's wrap it up with let's this last scene, well, up, which is an Easter, Easter scene with this the fake Easter. flowers. The fakest ass flowers I've ever seen in the hillside. I, think I was crying too much. I think they like banked on you having like glazed over eyes from that the you tears, wouldn't notice the bad production design. I did not I notice, notice, notice it either. because I was I it was like so it's like it was like somebody went badly. to Michaels and pu- plucked those flowers out of the fabric flower yeah. area and then just jammed them into the hillside. Oh my God. <laughs> they weren't even all like in the same family of flowers it was weird yeah, no. i wonder why they did that they it said they filmed it in the summer so like the christmas scene was in the summer uh, so everyone was like dying, dying. With their sweaters on and well there's no flowers that, in the summer in the jacket. south that's true no it would, yeah so at least there would be some vegetation that was alive though that they could yeah. put there yeah. you know? like, um so they're having an easter egg hunt Baby Jackson is there. Mm-hmm. Big Jackson is at least taking his son on the He's Easter egg hunt. He's forced through. to parent now. <laughs> forced parenting. He's, He's forced, forced to be in this movie. Forced now. in that situation. You're a dad now, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to dadhood. Um, yeah. So she goes into labor, mm-hmm. and uh, we get the big very immediately has to go to the sh- hospital. Well, Super that's how urgent. labor works in movies. It, in yeah, movies. I was about to say in, t- in TV and film, in real the life, baby comes really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. just skip all that boring labor shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have this like uh, long sort of aerial shot yeah, of them of, following. Uh, but you get Sammy to see the, the town house, again, the which is nice. Bike. Yeah. This right now was the most Louisiana scene of the whole movie. Was yeah. the scene where they take off in a jeep with a pregnant lady, which is super sick, and then a bunny hops on the back seat of a motorcycle driven by a guy with pink and green hair. Are you sure this is Louisiana you're talking off. about, or Florida? When you say no, it's Louisiana. A bunny. Man. Okay. Do you mean a bunny bunny or a guy dressed up as a the bunny? The guy dressed up as a bunny. Okay. But he's for wearing second, the like, bunny how head. Did I miss that? No, he's wearing the bunny head for some reason. Yeah, he on doesn't the back take of the it off. He my helmet. It's it helmet. Yeah, and it's for his <laughs> cranial protection. Right. The other guy doesn't need any. He's got pink hair. Who cares? Well, he's a rebel. What is the son's name? It wasn't Bud, I don't was know. it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Bud. No, I really don't. I don't. Like riff. You know, it was like riff. something really weird. You're thinking of Biff. Biff. Well, West Side Story. So I have no idea what his name was. It's fine. It's fine. But he's um, just always in so a hurry on that bike. He is always in <laughs> any, a hurry. Any final thoughts about Steel Magnolias? Any final thoughts? This movie was great, you guys. Okay. Was, okay. I really right. enjoyed okay. it. Okay. I liked the female friendships in it. I, I thought did like that, that. The message of like your friends are never going to be the ones that leave you and mm-hmm. that they're going to be the ones that are there for you through thick and thin. I thought that that was a really great message. And I think it's something that resonates very well in my life. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, this was a very special play for me in high school because it was the first lead role I was cat cast in. And um, it was a really fun experience. We went to state competition. We won third place. Um, right. And uh, didn't you like win an award? I, I, won, I won best a- actress at Yay. region. Um, you know, I didn't. I, I, I think I appreciate it more after we've talked about it. Like, again, I mean, I've seen this movie a bunch of times, but like, uh, I don't uh, I don't like to cry. So I don't like mm-hmm. to seek out. Like, I don't I, I don't love crying. I don't like it I when it movies yeah, make I me cry. Watch a movie and be depressed. Or I don't. Sad. And <laughs> I don't like crying. movies where women die when they're babies or babies. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate that the women in this film had like real relationships and that those relationships were yeah. front and center and they weren't based around men. The men were right. very secondary. Right. And um, I appreciate this sort of theme that we've uncovered in our discussion about like women being the strong ones, women's being yeah. the, women being the ones that are made of steel and their friendships being really strong. And then like, you know, like not, I don't want this to come out saying like, I hate men and there are men men are stupid but it's like there's it's so rare that you have a film where you know the female relationships aren't based on some kind of jealousy about a man or like about mm-hmm. men or even like with beaches which had a lot to do with women dealing with men's and they this is really about the strength of the sisterhood between them mm-hmm. and I do uh, uh I yeah. do really appreciate and value that. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. Uh, this is the part of the show where we read nightmarish casting breakdowns. Um, cold from the depths of the internet. These are real, actual casting breakdowns um, that that you can submit for if you feel like this role calls to you. Thank God. This one I was sent to us these. by a listener. It says, is this real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have man. some questions. God, I have some questions. I wish I could read that so we, we don't say the title. We don't add the title or the production company. Um, so I've redacted some things, but, um, and I'm, so I'm going to hold on to this. Just go ahead and take a look. Yeah, at that I title. wish we could read the title. <laughs> Uh, if you look down at some of the information, I have questions as to whether this is real or not, or a satirical breakdown, but, uh, uh, we were sent this by listener. So this is a real casting breakdown. Um, let's hear this. Yeah. So go ahead, Hillary. Go ahead and read the synopsis. All right. Uh, this is an action movie starring Donald Trump. Mr. Trump is a cop who has to save the president of the United States. Donald Trump, who is his twin brother. Apparently, they have the same name. Okay. The, Sounds right. It's, it's Yeah, sure. Uh, the cop is the unknown twin brother of Mr. Trump, the one who left home many years ago, exclamation point. Wow. Mexican terrorists have infiltrated the U.S. soil because the president wants to recover the American territory that was stolen by Mexico years ago territory that many historians paid by mexico pretend is mexican what seems like there's some some some, some conspiracy guy, theories going on here is he talking about louisiana is he talking about the louisiana purchase uh is that what maybe, this is supposed to be I, about that's a, such a boring history lesson <laughs> like make a better movie so mr trump 
in parentheses. Let's never call him Mr. The President. Let's never call him the President. He Dr. No. Trump. <laughs> Dr. Trump. God, no. Drug. If only he wishes. Uh, want to send all the Mexicans to China in order to destroy China. But the terrorists sent. This is a real casting breakdown, you guys. government want to kill him. Supported by all the legal immigrants sent by the Mexican government in order to subtly invade the U.S. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mexico is super on it in this movie. They are sending people sadly, to the I U.S. Feel, sadly, I feel like this China? film would have more, more, oh more would find it easier to get funding than any of our films do. Well, probably. <laughs> um, the movie so will explain sad. how Mexico is at war with the U.S., financed by North Korea, Russia, China, Cuba, and all the pro-communist countries in the world. What? I know. It feels like what a fever this? dream. <laughs> oh the movie goodness. ends with U.S. superb military recovering the American lost territory and Cuba sinking into the ocean. Accepting submissions before... Uh, 2022 yeah so, so i feel plenty like plenty of time you to get time your to get audition which is why i wonder like is this real like did somebody just put like i add feel this like breakdown this is up something there? that someone like wakes up from like sleeping and is like i have this crazy dream let me take out my let notes me out. let me get oh, like let me onion. get actors okay, involved is this an onion ad i'm not <laughs> no, even all not. the way through this you guys i'm not even all the way through this yeah, let's finish um, this. so the project is paid uh, oh my goodness the special instructions is if you despise all things Mexican, the better. Oh Nothing racist gosh. about that. Please do yourself a fucking yeah, right? favor and step into an El Torero and treat yourself to a plate of nachos because you will not hate Mexicans anymore. You will just not find a way to. So are you to. saying the answer to world peace is, is queso? Is yes, queso. it's queso. Okay. Queso is the answer to world peace. Just give it to people and they'll understand. I, I don't know. I feel like this director may be beyond queso. It seems like they've got a deep... They obviously are lactose deep, intolerant, and I cannot help them. Guacamole's deep, just not as good. Deep-seated racism really <laughs> kicking inside their bodies. I mean, guacamole's just not as good as queso. Is this it's real, though? Is this real? Know. Okay, read the character. Read the character. Okay. Is this real, or is somebody trolling, Someone is trolling. this casting site? So the only uh, open role that you can apply for Well, I don't know. Point. There might be more. This but is this all, is what's this available. This is all we were... Sc- right again, now. this was sent by a listener, so I think it was Screenshot too. I'm yeah. sorry. I just looked for this. Oh, it's a screenshot. Yeah, damn that's it. Not a real, yeah. God damn. No, it is a real casting no, 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 breakdown. I believe it came from. I'm saying. <sighs> I would that's never a bummer, man. Okay. The first, the role that you are available to play is female Mexican terrorist. One, two, three, four. Dot. 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 Ninety nine. Okay, this has got to be fake. Are you sincerely telling me they're going to hire 99 people no, to play? No, they're not going to hire 99 women. It's female Mexican terrorists. They're not going to hire 99 okay, well, women to play these terrorist roles. Read read the description. All right. <laughs> By the way, it's a, a supporting female from 9 to 160 years I old. I swear to God, this has got to be fake. Or so somebody who doesn't know how to fill out the form properly. Um, <laughs> I am. A, I'm sorry, yeah. 9 to 160. I'm sorry, I am 160 years old, but I still would never play this role. Um, these roles are for American women who can say, 
Ave Maria in terrible Spanish. I think you've got the part, Hillary. The worse they say <laughs> it, the better for the movie. I definitely think I can say this, you guys. Is this I, real? I'm no, 100 years so? old and I this took French in but high school. But it's from a legitimate oh my site. Goodness. It's from a site. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, but anybody that's can legit. be on a legitimate thing. Anybody can. Yeah. You have money to do this. And I'm you sure can do it's it. some drunken nonsense. You think? <laughs> I, hope it I don't know. I really that's so, so. so extreme. Like, I just could not believe it. But I think that's why somebody sent it to us because they were like, what the fuck is I this? I feel like I didn't bring the mood down to like call <laughs> to what it was from. And then it, it's like a really legitimate site. And that's it's, really upsetting. Yeah, it's fucking insane. It seems like it's really that upsetting. would be where they would let that be on their site. You know? Well, I don't know it how. It might not still be. It's not. I looked for it. Oh, it's good. not there anymore. Good. It's not there. So okay. if you want to submit, your time is up. You're, your window you're has closed. Late. 2022 has come and gone. <laughs> come and gone. Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about um, stuff that we're up to and stuff that our guests are up to. So you can find find out about all that stuff, about the aforementioned stuff. The stuff, the stuff the that stuff. we will be talking about <laughs> in three, two, one. Julie. Okay. <laughs> um, you can find my my photography at juliejonesivyphotography.com. And it's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. In fact, if you guys are beautiful. fans of Critical Crop Top and you've seen uh, the cast photos from any of the shows that we've done this year... All of those group photos um, for the show and my gorgeous headshot have been done by Julie. They're Thank you. gorgeous. Thank Just you. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, um, I I want to. I'm I'm in the midst of redoing my website to add nice. that. Uh huh. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> to add like the promo type photography as well. Um, but I have um headshots on there and. Um, like commercial print looks for actors because that's she another does gorgeous headshots. Thank you. It's another revenue stream for actors, like print work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, yeah, so like I said, I'm working on two two f- short films. Yep. One is an experimental poetry film. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, it's called, my husband's a poet, so um, what? I'm using his poetry. And okay. I shot this like a while back with a very talented actor It was earlier this year. Friend. It was around the same time we shot Vera, and we haven't released that yet. Wow. Yeah, the super talented actor Sean Middlebrooks is is the only person in the film, but um, it's about uh, it's called Walking Man, okay. and it's about a child's view of war, and wow. um, from his pers- this kid's perspective, it's interesting, and um, and you shot it yourself as well. I did. <laughs> wow, yeah. just Julie. Oh, thank you. Awesome. I have to so edit it. Cool. <laughs> You're so cool. Oh, thank you. Oh, but um, he's just a soldier who went to vietnam and and just didn't come back the same way and uh and just he he's kind of based on a true person uh from a town my husband was from and he just people would see him walking in his fatigues just walking on the side of the road on in town he would guard the ladies when they would lock up at the like hair salon at night he would stand guard for them it's just interesting but um i just felt really um I don't know. I just really wanted to do that poem for some reason. There's a few others we want to do, but I chose that one first because Sean is just amazing. That sounds awesome. Known him for a long time. And then the other one is called Long Con Mom. Okay. (laughs) And I I worked on the pickups for this. Yes, she did. I did the the, uh, sound. Yes, location sound. It was a wonderful day. And it was was all ladies except Mm -hmm. for the father of the one of the actresses. All lady crew. (laughs) (laughs) It was really great. And, um, 
so that we used a lot of um, a lot of our crew were Georgia State students, so that was really awesome. fun. And um, she's about a mom and her. And Weston worked on that too, right? He did. Weston, who has worked on a couple things with yeah, us, yeah, Motherload, and uh, I believe he, he worked, worked on Bad Day, Bad and he Day. was in Dick Pick Professional. Yeah. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, he was he was a DP on that wow. as well. He's a really talented filmmaker and cinematographer. I like I've been really impressed with him. I've known him since he was like 18 years old. Like, okay. He's he's a su- he's become like super talented in that. Like, yeah, he was impressed. nice. Um it so that that has to get wrapped up and we hope yeah. to do that this year for sure before yeah. the end of the year. Yay. And then the feature film is is something I have been working on since probably 2011, so I'm ready to just uh Get You've over been writing my... this for a long time. Yeah, I've just yeah. had to do a lot of research it's about a uh, woman coming home from war, and I'm just tired of seeing all these movies and it's only men who return. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where the yeah. other soldiers? You That's know, amazing. You yeah. know, so um, it's a really good story. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, it's for me to be in as well. So awesome. I'm just kind of excited about that. It's just about yeah. a woman who's like returning to herself through nature and the women around her. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. I feel like a lot of women can relate to that, whether you've been to war or not, or if it's just been the the war of raising children, or just being a woman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's just about like healing yeah. and things like that. So yeah, I'm working on all great. that. Sorry. Anyway, that's no, awesome. I love it. Amazing. So, awesome. um, Thank you so for the photography website. Did you give the address? I did. That? It's okay. um, www.julyjonesivphotography.com. And that's and it's I-V-E-Y. E-Y. Yes. Right. Thank you. I-V-E-Y. And you also have a Facebook page for the photography as well. I do. Yeah. It's the same. Julie Jones IV Photography. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. All right. Uh, let's see. Where's who should go next? Uh, Dick, do you want to go, Sarah? Yes. And tell us a little bit. So, Dick Pick Professional is yes. on Funny or Die now. So vote, go check it vote out. It. Yeah. Vote, it go funny. vote it. Vote it funny. Vote it funny. Because it is. I mean, obviously, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so Not that I star in it or anything. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's so. And funny. if you have seen it, go watch it again and vote and vote, and funny. vote it funny. And Hillary's in it. Yeah. And Sarah wrote and directed it. Yes. So good. Oh, so funny. Oh, you saw it? Oh, yeah. I saw it online. Oh, like, thanks. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, people come up to me and they're like, are you? And I'm like, ah. Are you the dick I pic don't, girl? I don't do that professionally, but yeah. Please don't send me your dick pics. Please don't. Please don't do it. All right, Hillary, do you have something you would like to plug? I do, I do indeed. Um, Critical Crop Top is fundraising for our 2018 season. Uh, yeah, and we're still fiscally sponsored, which means that all of your donations, whether in-kind or monetary, are both tax-deductible. And speaking of in-kind donations, we have an Amazon wish list. We do. A so, Christmas list of sorts. Consider or that. Or whatever holiday it is you're celebrating yeah, this season. Hanukkah. Our holiday whatever. list of wishes. And we would love it if you would buy us something off of our wish list and send it to us. And it's completely tax deductible if you do that. And we'll have our films on there. And as you know, yeah. if you're a fan of the show, this is, of course, our sec- the end of our second season. As you know, we frequently tell people what we're going to be doing the, the next year mm-hmm. for the films. And then we change our fucking minds whenever we want. But if you so, buy us that movie, we can't change our fucking minds. That's right. If you want to ensure that your fave movie gets done, go to the Amazon wish list, buy that movie, and we will fucking do that movie on the show. We will do it because we have <laughs> it and we own it and we can't and somebody afford bought to it buy it for anymore. us. Yeah. Unless um, it's Footloose. 
Unless it's Footloose, which we've already done. No, no, we have not. Dirty Dancing is the same movie, you guys. It's the same movie. Footloose and Dirty Dancing are the same movie. They're the same thing. Um, They're all the same. Where can they find that wish list? Um, They can find it on our (laughs) website at www.criticalcroptop.com slash donate. Scroll to the bottom of the page. Well, it's and actually you will see our not Amazon even at the bottom. List. It's just like right oh, there. Oh, it's just like right there. It's as right soon as you there. type it click in, click on the bottom. <laughs> put, click on the button that says <laughs> even our easier. wish list. It's right next no to the donate button. Required. Just www.criticalcrafthub.com slash donate, and then you can just click on it. Just click on it. Just Was do that it. scratch because I have a booger? No, my nose oh, itches. Okay, I thought no, I had a booger. Itches. Okay. I've got hair in my nose. Good, good, not good hair in my nose, but hair from my head that was sweeping across my nose too. Yep. It is. It's to keep the boogers. <laughs> okay, boogers. Um, so I would like Nicole, to plug, what do you have to plug? I would like to plug uh, Vera's Workplace Sensitivity Training Series, which I believe yeah. is what we're calling it. Yeah. Probably. It seems <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah. Anyway, it's a web four-part web series um, about a woman from the 1940s so, who is giving a workplace sensitivity training seminar to a group of modern-day people and naturally her advice is very bad and it's stars in that series pertinent to the what perhaps in december will be old news by then but uh (laughs) all the workplace harassment and whatnot it's quite pertinent to that topic um stars in it sarah hodges stars in it as does julie jones ivy so um (laughs) and um yeah i wrote directed that well hillary (laughs) assistant directed it and it was written and and directed by nicole it was written directed by me um, and there's a lot of other your faves in there: Jasmine Waters, Andy Fleming, Andy Fleming Christy Vosniak, Christy Josh Cubist did, Josh Cubist, and 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 Riz Riz uh, did the uh, shooting. yeah Rizal Buckingham and um, let's see who else is it? Patrick Morgan is in it, and Arya oh, Mara yes. is in it. I mean, it. all these people have been guests on the podcast. Melissa Lee. Yeah. All of these people have been guests on the podcast. Oh, my God. You're right. Christy was the guest for the Dirty Dancing episode. Everyone's faces. All together. All together in one. Listeners, you can see all your faves in a four-part web series. We'll start releasing them in January, probably like mid-January. And uh, there'll be one a week. And uh, so come back and check that out next year in 2018. Okay. okay so uh that's gonna wrap it up for our show today um thank you julie for being here to discuss this thank film you for you. on the Ooh. very last episode of season two of season two of this congratulations doing... on two years thank you like the very last episode ever i'm sorry to tell you guys i'm blowing this building up now um so it is not the last episode we will see you back for season three um thank you for joining us for the second year of this show, we've had a really, we'd have had a blast doing all these yeah. films this year and um, want to thank everybody that's been on the show and uh, we'll see you in, well, I mean, if you're listening to the main episode right now, we'll see you for two more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll see you again in 2018. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Heemcast.